0: What is going on? This is the Willing to Go Ham Show podcast. Got some new artwork done as well. Shout out to my guy, Kev G, a.k.a. Kevin Gonzalez, a.k.a. Type Gone. I can't tell you to say the name. Uh, If not, Kevin, please don't kill me. No, I still love you, dog. Um, So I got some stuff that I recorded uh, last week that I've been meaning to upload, but I've had a busy schedule. I've been out of town. So uh, now is the time that I'm going to upload these things. So Couple things I jump into. I talk about Kanye West and his crazy ass ideas, but he may not be wrong. So just hear that and just hear me out there. Uh, also, I do discuss R. Kelly and the uh, and his crazy self and his crazy ass, as well as uh, Mister Bill but, uh, Pudding Pop Cosby. Had to put those both on Wall Street. Had to put them on blast because I think they're weirdos. Um, also do some history tidbits And I also answer a couple questions for the mailbag Thank you so much for the support everybody Again, this is The Willing to Go Him Show podcast Let's get it
1: They haven't worked anything out for themselves It's my barbecue sauce <laughs> Your barbecue sauce. My barbecue sauce. Haven't you ever noticed after people have some of my barbecue sauce, after a while when it kicks in, they get all huggy-buggy? <laughs> oh, stop. I'm dead serious. Haven't you ever noticed that after one of my barbecues and they have the sauce, people want to get right home? Let me tell you something else. I got a cup
0: of it up on the night table. there <laughs> Oh right, that's enough right there. That is enough right there. Uh <laughs> Bill Cosby, you know, man. I've always thought Bill Cosby was a weirdo. I've always I've always thought to myself like something a little off. And I remember watching this episode it was a, when the when the Cosby show was still airing. And I was like, there's some sort of a cryptic message behind what he's talking about. Then Hannibal Burrs drops the ball and reminds everybody that Bill Cosby had, in fact, had some charges against him, or uh, some accusations against him, and drugging women. And um, I, I just, I just think that you know, at least within the, within the black community, man, like we have, we have this thing, man, where we have guys who do bad things, and it's like we fall in love with who they are on TV. Like we, we assume that that's who they are. And, and, and that's, that's not the truth. Now, I think, I can't remember how many act, you know, accusers that he's had on, on, on TV, uh, at least from, uh, according to inside edition, it was like multiple accounts. And what kills me is like Bill Cosby, although he's done a, he's done a lot for the black community. You know, he's, He's donated school, you know. He's he's tried to you know have uh, multiple uh, speaking uh, events and and to enlighten the black community and he even caught some backlash by saying that we need to do better as a as a community or as a culture. Got to do better and told us to uh, told us to told, you know and which I don't sag, but he told us we should all pull our pants up. Well, Mr. Cosby, you can't seem to keep your pants on. And uh, I'm not sure what you put in that barbecue sauce. It may have been some sort of a lu cocktail. But I do know that uh, he's going to jail for a long time. He might he, well, he's going to die in prison. I think Cosby is about 81 years old, about 81. But I, I'm not a I'm, I'm not a proponent of saying that you know lock him away and throw it. You know lock him up and throw away the key. But they're they're you know they're they're, they're going to get their pound of flesh from Bill Cosby and. I got to say, dude, um, a lot of people might not want to hear me say this, but I guess to avoid all this, like all this nonsense that's going on with Cosby and accusations, uh, they might have to, they might have to legalize prostitution, man. I mean, that's what's going to have to happen. Uh, I, I just, I just think that this eliminates everything. And I think when it comes to most women and you just you just look at all their stories, you know, and you look at some of the stories now, like you go back to a man's house and it's past 11 o'clock. Um, I I myself, I don't have any, you know, I don't have sexual proclivities with women to where I, I feel the need to sleep, like to sleep with every woman. Like, that's just I mean, that's just kind of nonsense, man, it, it, in a sense, like. I am a man, but I don't want anybody really at my place past uh, past eleven o'clock. So, especially a woman, because you don't know what the hell's gonna you know you know you never know what's gonna happen. But it makes no sense for a woman, and this is just my opinion. Okay, even if unless I, I don't know, I don't, know. I can't, I can't really, I don't know where I'm going to draw the line here. But it makes no sense, man. At least for from <clears throat> how I'm thinking about it. If a woman comes back to a dude's place, at that moment, and I've asked a lot of my female friends friends about this, like I always ask them, like you know, if you're at a dude's place and it's past eleven o'clock, eleven p.m., what like what are you there for? And they tell me like, yo, I'm 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 there to get down. So you're there with the megastar. You're there with Bill Cosby. You think Bill Cosby's just gonna go all Mister Huxtable on you? You think he's gonna? sit there and tell you some jokes. like Maybe that's what they were expecting. Maybe a lot of these women were like, oh, you know, Bill's such a nice guy, and they expect to go up to his room, and he's all, ooh, he wants to to have some fun and eat some pussy pops. No, he's not going to do that. Bill Collins was like, look, look, motherfucker, look. What what, what you trying to do? She's like, what, 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 what do you mean? He's like, I mean, what are you trying to do? I mean, I'm 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 trying to get trying to get my thing with, well, Bill. You would never talk like this. He's like, well, unfortunately, but is still Bill, and not Mr. Huxtable. <laughs> That's a horrible Bill Cosby impression, but I don't care. <laughs> That's like everyone does an over exaggerate. You know, I, I've heard, I've seen interviews of him. He doesn't always sound like that, but. Man, he's got himself in some deep shit now. You know, and I, I, just, I just watched, I think it was on TMZ. I always I get a lot of my information from Twitter. Um he's like he has this little thing he was doing where he's like walking, he like pivots to the right. I, I can't I can't I mean you guys can't see it, but you can look it up. Like pivots to the right. It looks like he and there's so many memes about him, like like you know, you wish he wearing that sundress and you see Bill Cosby just like peek out the way. Then they're, they're into that to that direction. And then they got one where, like, it's like the D4Ls. Like, Bitch, you can't do like me. Nope. Bitch, you can't do like me. Nope. And, like, on the cue, when the snap happens, he turns on the snap. <laughs> so, man, Dr. Kai, I don't even, I'm, you know what I'm going to call him, Dr. Cosby? Because, like I said, I'm not I'm not shocked by this. I, I, I think this happens all the time in Hollywood. I think that Bill didn't do a good job of, uh, uh, keeping his cool he he didn't keep his pinpan strong man I'm not blaming these women and victim shaming and all the other stuff that that's very popular amongst this culture today and you know but but at the end of the day it's not like bill cosby was t- yeah I mean, he took advantage you know i, I think he overstepped his boundary cuz if i if i made the cosby not the cosby if i made the money that bill cosby was making and i had a girl come up to my penthouse suite if she ain't down, all right, then you can go. Peace. See ya. Let me let me hit up some of these escorts. I'm, I'm speaking as Bill Cosby. To avoid all these issues, because then at that point, you know what it is, you know what they're there for. You don't have to beat around the bush. But unfortunately, Bill Cosby thought that, you know. And like I think a lot of these stars suffer from that kind of a problem. Like, Tiger Woods and that there was a story I remember. Uh, looking at it. it was in some article and Michael Jordan I think it was Michael Jordan Alex Rodriguez and I think Tiger Woods were all hanging out at this bar and Tiger Woods allegedly asked Michael Jordan hey uh, how do you guys you know, what's your secret to getting girls in? and he said Michael Jordan looked at Tiger and was like tell him you're Tiger motherfucking Woods <laughs> That's so all you gotta say is tell them I'm Tiger Woods, and they and, and and the rest is history. That's all you gotta do here in KC. See, you, you tell a woman here that you're on the practice squad for the Chiefs, pff, she's all yours, man. It's all it's done. It's done, son. I've seen it, man. I've seen people go nutso over stars. Jeez, I, 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 I said nutso. What is wrong with me? I've seen women go crazy over stars here, man. I've seen. I've I've even seen. Uh, like bodyguards or like not even, like, like the, whoever's with the group, this entourage, they all get some, man. It's just you got to be more careful with it, with everything that's going on nowadays, man, because women tend to get a, some women tend to get whimsical with their decision making and they don't make the right decision. And they wake up and they're like, holy, what did I just do? Did I really sleep with this 300 pound man? Oh, man. Oh, man. Now I got <clears> to. <throat> Now I got to live with this. Oh, wait, no, no. You know what? I was drunk. I didn't want to do this. I was not in the right state of mind. Boom. Let me just say that he raped me. That's basically kind of sort of how it goes. Uh, And again, I'm not victim shaming. But I think that Bill Cosby could have done a better job with the women that he chose, especially now. All these chicks look like a bunch of gremlins, a bunch of thundercats. He could have done a better job, man. But who knows what they look like when they were younger? And looks don't matter when it comes to situations as serious as this. I'm just making... Uh, fun of Bill Cosby and his, <laughs> and it's just poor judgment, man. Poor judgment on his part. Speaking of poor judgment, you know, I, I think I'm going to compound this segment into two. Um, maybe I'm late to the party, but if I am, that's okay. R. Kelly's also, we knew R. Kelly, you know, here's the thing. With R. Kelly, I've, I've never really been a fan of his music per se, But he's always struck me as odd, struck me as an odd guy, and I remember when um, him and um, Aaliyah were like an item. Not that I well, I don't remember, but I remember they came out with that song "AJ Nothing But a Number." I I like that song, like I you know I you know I'd I'd sing it and you know "AJ Nothing But a Number," you know you know how it goes, but um. He he just he just didn't I I don't I don't know man I don't know I, I just think that he's not he's not all there in the head I, I don't think he's all there so when I was watching this interview with him in it you know he he didn't he didn't sound to me as though like he he did he didn't have it together you know and. This is the interview that I remember watching, and I was like, something's wrong with this cat.
1: Girls who are teenagers. 19? 19 and younger. I have some 19-year-old friends, but I don't like anybody illegal, if that's what we're talking about, underage. Uh Uh-huh. Some people think that you like underage girls. What do you say to them? Well, those people, those people that don't know Robert, they don't know me. You know, so... I usually don't get into what people think about me, you know, because all my
0: career, you know, even before the trial. Oh, wait, 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 let me let me go back. Let me go back.
1: Let me ask you something. Here we go. Here. Real that millions of Americans are thinking about, you know, and okay. wondering about you. Do you like
0: teenage girls? When you say teenage, how are we talking? <laughs> there we go right there. There we go right there. When that interview came out, man, I must have been about maybe 13 or 14. May, maybe even younger than that. Oh man, but like <laughs> how old when you mean teenager, how old are we talking? You dumbass. How ages 13 to 19, fool. That's what they were. That's what that's what the dude was talking about. What was the brother's name, man? Torre, I was like, something's off with this man, not knowing how old 15 really is or how old a teenager is. See, R. Kelly, and if you heard in the background, that was the sound of a uh, roasting fire, a.k.a. R. Kelly's chestnuts roasting over uh, a hot, hot flame. I never liked R. Kelly. I liked his music, but I've never liked him like as, a, as an individual. I've always thought he was a weirdo. You know, I remember when I was in, I want to say I was like five, there was this girl named Desiree who told me about, who told me about uh, the sex tape that he had. And she told me that in the, in the sex tape that um, he, she wanted him to, or not, she wanted him to, but like he, he was peeing on girls and, and, and all that. And I, and I, and I, and I to my knowledge, like, I was like, I could totally see him doing that. For him to for him to for this to be swept under the rug, he he married Aaliyah. Like he he married her. And they had a marriage, like they got their marriage like she signed on the dotted line, he signed. And I mean, from there the rest was history, you know? But you see that nowadays with guys, man. Like I here's like there's nothing wrong with dating a younger woman. There's nothing wrong with that at all. But like I see it, I've seen it before where like you got dudes, man, who are you know three years removed from high school, who probably weren't uh, uh, you know, amounting to anything even in high school, and then out of high school they're probably working at Radio Shack, <laughs> which is funny because Radio Shack is gone, or Circuit City, which is also gone. And then they they end up dating the baddest chick in high school, who's like a senior, and like it, it's just that that dynamic to me is weird. As I've gotten older, I used to think it was cool, you know, to date older chicks. You know, if you're, you know, high school and not not say I thought it was cool, but like it was I don't know. Let let me just let me just stop right there to say it was cool was different. But like movies may seem like it was cool, but in real life, it's not cool. That's what I want to say. But yeah, back to back to R. Kelly, you know, very talented guy. There's a reason why he calls himself the Pied Piper. If anybody knows history. The Pied Piper was the guy who had the uh, the lead pipes. I think not lead pipes, but some sort of an instrument. And he'll play them through all the towns and get all the little boys to get up, or all, all the children. I think most of them were boys. They'd all get up, follow the Pied Piper to the woods, and they would all be raped. That's, that was the tale of the, of the Pied Piper. And also the tale of Peter Pan. uh the green guy. Now I'm not talking about the peanut butter or the Disney green guy. Actually, yeah, they, actually I'm talking about the Disney green guy. Yeah, that's what he was known for. He was known for luring the lost boys, who were orphans, and uh, assaulting them. That, that's that's that was the that was the original folklore. But then Walt Disney came, and he's also a weirdo, who I might delve into at a another time. And he he was yeah yeah he was. He was something, man. But R. Kelly is is a is a messed up individual, as is Mr. Bill Cosby. You know, very blessed, talented black men. You know, Cosby's got the charisma. R. Kelly has a god's gift that most men would love to have. Uh, and I think I think his 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 team dropped him. Like they said, "Yo, we don't want to deal with this no more." So it's just a matter of time before R. Kelly goes to jail, or I mean, he, he's he's losing it all right now. I think he just sold his man. He had to. He had to sell his mansion and all that stuff, too. So, oh, yeah. Oh, damn it. That's right. That that was because of the. um. He was running a sex ring or a sex cult, which I believe that, too. I believe that, man. I believe R. Kelly was abducting girls. Having them sit in this little sex cult. And like they felt like they were slaves to him, him and his homeboys. That's what. Yeah, that's why. This is all starting to resurface now. Cause I didn't forget about that trial, man. I didn't forget about R. Kelly going to trial and allegedly peeing on chicks. I didn't forget about that. But yeah, this is probably the straw that broke the camel's back right here. They're like, you know what, man? We're done with your shit. We're just gonna put you away. <laughs> and in between that time, before all this happened, R. Kelly was doing a bunch of like weird stuff, man. He um he had, he did an interview with this woman who um. I can't, I can't remember what it was about, but let me see if I can find it here. He, uh, (laughs) the woman was like asking him all these questions. I think he was trying to promote some album that he was coming out with and like everything was going good. And then she started bringing up the old sexual allegations and then R Kelly started getting offended. And then, then he said, then he said this.
1: Well, since you're the one brought it up, I'll just say it to you because I don't hear from anyone else. Fuck that. And I'm going to let you know that any other negative things come at me,
0: I'm going to get up and I'm going to go to McDonald's. Hopefully the McRib is out. Yeah, look, if you like the McRib, you're a weirdo. I've never liked the McRib. The McRib. Oh, man. And if you see how they make the McRib, it ain't made no ribs. OK, it's not. That also was another sign. That was like a red flag for him where I'm like, huh, R. Kelly likes the McRib, huh? Yeah, yeah, lock lock, lock his ass up. Put him under the, as Stephen A. Smith would say, put him under the jail, R. Kelly. You you, you, have no idea what you're doing. You know, say like. (laughs) Lock his ass up, man. I'm tired. I'm tired of defending R. Kelly. I never defended him. I'm tired of the black community defending R. Kelly, man. We gotta stop. We gotta we gotta quit, man. And like these were like these were black girls he was doing this to as well. I never seen them I've never seen the video, but that's it that was on there. That's it was featured. Now, if there were white girls in the vi- in the sex tape, oh yeah, his ass would be going down. No question. No question. But that just tells you how the justice system works. <laughs> you know? they think R. Kelly, I, I think he's a menace to society, to be honest with you. And I don't even know R. Kelly, but like the evidence is just so damning now. He can't sing his way out of this one. Now, I think they—they, they, I'm not sure if they can retry him. Which I don't even know how they didn't get him the first time. I—I I really don't know. He must have some good ass lawyers, man. I don't know how they didn't get him on that. If it's him allegedly in that in that in that sex tape. <sighs> oh, sh- <laughs> R. Kelly Bukai, who's next, man? Huh? Who's next? I don't know. Uh, but I do know this. This is what happens when you become a bugged out fan. This is what happens when you, when you worship the ground that these superstars walk on. We fall in love with the cult of personality that they've created for themselves when they're really not that at all. We don't actually love them as people. We love what we we love what we want them to be. We wanted to believe that Bill Cosby was the epitome of black excellence and black fatherhood. We wanted, you know, we wanted that. We wanted R. Kelly to be the, the the, the peak of black excellence and being a talented artist and, you know, winning Grammys and Soul Train Awards <laughs> and all that. We wanted that. And the minute the wool gets pulled from over our eyes, well, then we get upset. Don't accept the fact that this is what it is. and We want to blame the system for it. But these two men suffer from some sort of a mental deceit, you know, disease. That I myself can't even explain. Um, Which brings me back to like, why do you need a sex cult? Why do you need somebody? Didn't Darren Sharper? Yeah, Darren Sharper also got in trouble for drugging women. He had like 20, like almost 20 chicks come out against him to drug 20 chicks. And you're an NFL star to drug 20 chicks. I take it, look, it must just be too easy to get the draws, man. That's probably what it is. They're like, you know what? Ah, I I need a challenge, man. Let me drug these chicks up. (laughs) What? The fuck? Let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop. What these brothers do don't make any sense, man. And especially now, like they're they're, they're talking about um, on Twitter, they were like hashtag mute R. Kelly. You know, everything's a hashtag now. So, you want to silence R. Kelly? Well, he's getting silenced right now. And in the midst of this hashtag Me Too movement and hashtag No More and hashtag Nevermore and hashtag all kinds of hashtags. These women are coming out for some blood, man. And uh, (laughs) it's not looking too good for these two gentlemen. I think, well, uh, Cosby's probably going to die in prison, you know. But R. Kelly... It's not looking too good for you either, man. And you know something? I, I love the song, I Believe I Can Fly, by R. Kelly. And you know what? To this day, I still believe I can fly. But R. Kelly, you cannot fly because your wings have been clipped.
1: <laughs> I don't think you are thinking anything. I think what you're doing right now is actually an astronaut. And the reason why I feel like that... Is because, Kanye, you're entitled to your opinion. You're entitled to believe whatever you want. But there is fact and real-world, real-life consequence behind everything that you just said. And while you are making music and being an artist and living a life that you've earned by being a genius, the rest of us in society have to deal with these threats to our lives. We have to deal with the marginalization that has come from the 400 years of slavery that you said for our people was a choice every day we have to walk into that truth while you choose to say things that to be honest with you dog are nonsensical you want to think freely that's fine i'll combat your free thought with my free thought because mine is grounded in a reality that i have been giving and a reality that i'm going to change but i'm not going to do it by pretending that the enemies are on the same team as me and frankly i'm disappointed i'm appalled and brother I am unbelievably hurt by the fact that you have morphed into something, to me, that's not real.
0: (sighs) Mm. Mm -mm -mm. You know, it's funny. It's funny that Van Jones has decided to come out and what he you like? What he was saying wasn't wrong uh, because first off, when you look at a guy like Kanye West, he, I can't fathom. I can't even be- dream to imagine how his thought process works. I can't imagine Being him for a day What he sees His experiences Even before the fame Because he lived in Chicago He he had a rough life As do most African American kids Growing up in Chicago Or growing up in any type of projects or hoods But I wonder, so threats to our lives. is he, I wonder if Van Jones is talking about police brutality. Um, One would say, well, one would ask, well, if I'm Kanye, I would ask, well, what have your experiences of, who's made a threat to your life? That's why I would have asked Van Jones, because Van Jones was coming from a very emotional place, and I would know that because he said, quite frankly bro I'm hurt you know I, I well he said I'm, I'm I'm disappointed I'm appalled and and I am quite frankly bro I'm hurt what are you hurt for what like like what are you hurt for Kanye's just speaking his mind now is it, what are he's saying is it a little far-fetched of course Kanye is a off dude Kanye's an off-duty Kanye West is that dude in class with the overactive imagination and you know most likely he would probably be in like a I don't know like a, a different kind of class that's where you would put him because of his overactive imagination but for Van Jones to say he was hurt that's interesting I wasn't hurt by what Kanye said and for those of you who don't know if I'm a little behind on the eight ball, Kanye West made the comment that he believes that slavery was a free choice. Or being a slave, being a slave was a choice. We had a choice to be free. We had a choice to be slaves. That's basically what he said. And I don't know. I, 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 when I first heard that, I was like, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Hold on. Slavery wasn't a choice. That's what I said at first. But from where he, he's coming from, which I don't think he's coming from this angle, but I remember watching the movie Black Panther. And towards the end, spoiler alert, if you guys haven't seen the movie, first of all, shame of you if you haven't. Shame on you if you have not seen the movie. Because it actually all ties in, into Infinity Wars, which is also a great movie. Um, the, the the main protagonist, the the. the the audience or the, whoever, I don't think he's a protagonist, but Killmonger, the guy who's against T'Challa, the Black Panther, made a comment that when he was taken up on this cliff because he wanted to see the Wakandan sunset, uh, T'Challa offered to help him. Eric Killmonger looked at him and he said, why? So you can lock me up? Nah, nah bury me in the ocean with my ancestors because they knew that death was better than bondage. Now I saw the movie twice and that's probably the only line that stuck out to me. Cause I'm like, huh, that's interesting. And then you fast forward to what Kanye said about slavery being a quote unquote choice. And that line is kind of applicable to what he's saying. I mean, really think about this. If you're a slave and you're willing to fight for your freedom and you die fighting for your freedom. You're no longer a slave. So. He could have he could have worded that a lot better, I think. I think he could have he could have said some things a little bit better, but it said he just he just chose to have diarrhea out the mouth and just say whatever came to his mind, which is dangerous to some. Because when you speak your truth, like the truth doesn't bring people together. The truth actually divides because you have people who believe it. You have people who don't believe it. So Kanye spoke his truth. And obviously Van Jones was hurt by that. So Kanye isn't wrong because, yes, you don't fight for your freedom. You just say you want to you live a slave or you could die free. You're free from slavery, basically. So. To say it was a choice, he could have worded that better, but he didn't. Now, just a quick history lesson, and some things that I've learned in history and things of that nature. The idea of slavery itself um, was a—it's uh, quite a narrative. I can't call it a narrative because because it did happen. It it really it was a it was a real thing. Um, but. What they don't tell us in the history books is that the majority of the slaves that actually were well not slaves, but most people of color, are black people that came uh, to the Americas, most of them were free. But where they came from, they came from Europe. Not making this up, man, like blacks. We like we all didn't. That's the, and that's another thing. Not all black people came from Africa okay? Not all of them came from West Africa. Not all of them came here in shackles. That's not, that's not true. And, and it's funny because you see people keeping that narrative alive who who speak on 400 years of slave, 400 years of oppression, but they don't even know if their parents or if, if their ancestors were truly slaves. You also got to look at the word slave itself. Slave. That's, that's uh. Short, it's been changed over the years, but slave is short for Slav. Slav as in Yugoslavic, the people of Yugoslavia. they were slaves. The Caucasian people, they were slaves. not slaves. The, they were serfs, serfs to um, to to royalty that was ruling over in Europe. Um, I'm not sure if this is true or not, but I've read some documents that the um original people of the Byzantine Empire were people of color. Uh, I really don't want to digress this into a a history thing, but I mean, this is just something I think is important. um, the Byzantine Empire was in, was inhabited by black people and They had slaves or Slavs who were serfs who worked on their land. So. Oh, and then that was, of course, until like, I think like whenever the Ottoman Turk Empire came, whenever they came to power, they rose to power. They overthrew the Byzantine Empire and they sent um, a lot of the blacks. They sent them packing and they migrated to America where they were free blacks. So. And then to add on to slavery, too, like I want people to stop with that notion of uh, Abraham Lincoln wanting to free the slaves out of the kindness of his heart and that the Civil War was fought to free the slaves when, in fact, it wasn't fought to free the slaves. It was actually fought to bring the South back over to the Union because the South was making so much money. They're actually getting richer off of free labor from blacks. And they were seceding. Well, they seceded from the United States of America. The union didn't want that to happen. Also, uh, it was also a fight to keep away the international bank from coming into America. Because Andrew Jackson talked about that. The the, the people of the national bank, I think it was Sam and Chase, Sam and Chase Bank, they were wanting to establish that to uh, disrupt the currency that was flowing through America. Now, they couldn't touch the South. Because the South was quickly developing their own sort of, uh, you know, their their own goods and their own economy. So once they put that all together, they decided they didn't need the North. So they decided that we were going to keep the blacks. But the trade of the trade off was that, yes, the blacks were free after 1865, after the Civil War. But they were once again used as cheap labor. They, They were paying them cheaply and. Basically, they were becoming slaves again. So, I mean, but that, that's that's for a whole another topic. Uh, I'd have to do a lot more reading and search of this. And also, and it's true, like they were actually, like some of the original Germans, they were actually black. Uh, I believe Benjamin, was it Benjamin Franklin? Benjamin Franklin had an article, there was an article that he wrote uh, complaining of uh, blacks, or he called them swarthy Germans. If You look at the word swarthy, swarthy means dark-skinned. Or they also called them Tawny. Tawny meaning uh, light skin, I believe. Or like fair skin, light skin. And he complained of them coming over to America and he didn't like it. <laughs> so you guys can look that up yourselves. Anyways, back to Kanye, though. or, or Not back to Kanye, because I'm kind of done talking about him and went through a whole history lesson that most of you may find boring. But if you don't like history, it's whatever. But. What I'm noticing, though, is that we put so much faith, we being uh, the black community, we put so much faith into our star, into these entertainers such as LeBron James, Kanye West, uh, Jay-Z, Colin Kaepernick. You know, we put so much faith and we, we put we hold them to their words. It doesn't surprise me that Kanye West is saying these things, these things, but. I like him as an artist. I've never I don't know him personally, so I can't say I like him as a person. But. I I put things into perspective. And I've always been this way, you know, I I just think that we, we can't hold Kanye West. We can't we can't take what these people are saying seriously when they speak on social rape, you know, social justice issues. When some of them do at least. I'm just like dude like like LeBron James made a comment a long time ago where he's like, you know, it doesn't matter how much money I make at the end of the day, you know, I, I can't I can't stop I can't stop I can't stop being black. So, you know, uh uh it's just something I can't, I can't escape. So, wait, what, what what is that? What are you telling people then? So, for everybody out there who doesn't make 100 million dollars like you do, you're telling them that you can't like it, it's not going to get any better if you may even if you're a millionaire. Look, if I'm if I'm making 100 million dollars, you can call me the n-word as many times as you want. At the end of the day, I know I could buy you, and I could buy your family, I could buy your company, I could buy all that and fire you. And take your family away from you too. You know what I'm saying? Like we got to we got to realize what's important. We got to look at everything that's important. And what people are saying now to me is not important. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words may never. Like that's the oldest saying in the book. We got to develop that kind of mentality, man. Like we can't let Kanye West get us into a frenzy. And now you can see people talking about they want to trade him for Ellen DeGeneres, and they want him to, uh, they, they, you know, they, they want, they want to, they call him a coon, this and coon that. Look, man, for everybody out there calling somebody a coon, you know. To say I agree with Kanye West is kind of, it's not accurate, but I understand where he's coming from. I would have said things much differently. But for everybody saying, you know, coon this, coon that, you know, it's you're not helping the cause. Because at the end of the day, I know that you're going to go back to work. You probably work with white people and you, you try to be, you know, militant and this and that. You work with white people and you're going to be civil with them. You know. So I mean we we gotta we gotta get that whole that mindset off, man if we're gonna be a, if we're gonna be unified as a people, you know we we shouldn't wanna trade our own people away, especially for Ellen DeGeneres. and I, I like Ellen I think Ellen's cool, but no, sorry, Kanye West, I think has more to well, he did have more to offer, but I think he's in a lot of debt um so I think that's why he's making these these bold statements um because I think he's wanting to. Get in the good graces of Donald Trump, which is actually a very, very smart business decision. Um, Because if he can appeal to the dot to the masses that support Donald Trump. And I think he had a read he had when he put that America, that MAGA or MAGA, whatever you want to call it, the make America great again. Had he put that on and he was basically giving a shout out to Donald Trump and he got I mean, there was like 100 K in retweets. I believe he's dropping an album here pretty soon, sometime in June. I'm going to listen to it. Like I said, I, I like Kanye's music. Besides Yeezus. I thought Yeezus was trash. But I, I, I like Kanye West as an artist. I think he's very creative. And for people to call him a genius, I, I, I wouldn't say all that. I I think he's just gifted by God. He's gifted. Uh, you want to talk about a, like a genius was Prince. I think Prince was a genius. Michael Jackson's a genius. Uh, those are guys. Though, I wouldn't put him, you know, Kanye West is self-proclaimed. You'll put me in the in the same, uh, the same, uh, the same light of a Walt Disney. No, you're not Walt Disney. But I will give him props that he he's that high on himself, despite what everybody's saying about him, because we all know that most of most people would buckle buckle under pressure. They believe that because people tell them that they suck they'd start to believe it too. And they would just back off that, but Kanye West hadn't. So I, I give him props for that. Um, and the way I see it, who cares if, who cares if Kanye West is supporting Donald Trump, who really cares? There's more black people that support Donald Trump than you think. Okay. Because I don't let that, like Donald Trump seems to be a, a trigger word to blow to, to, to just, Blow the top off of every black person's head, they go nuts. Just say Donald Trump in front of a group of black people, man, they're gonna go, they're, they're gonna go crazy. I don't, because I know that Trump doesn't affect my bottom line of what I'm trying to do in life. Every day I wake up in the morning, every breath that I take, that's a day for me to to make myself a better person. Every day to get better, to get where I'm trying to go. Donald Trump isn't gonna stop me from doing that, unless of course he, you know sends the national guard and they throw me in prison. Hopefully that doesn't happen. But other than that, I man, I go about my day. I don't worry about what Donald Trump does. I, I really don't. It, to me, the white house has become a, a huge shit show anyway, uh, with him and his scandals and beeps. He's, he's, he's accumulating and, you know, I don't let that affect me, but to, but for us to be disappointed in Kanye, like why that's, that's what happens when you become a fan, you know, Again, you create this cult of personality for Kanye, just like I said before about Cosby and R. Kelly. You, cre- we believe in this cult of personality that they stand for black excellence. But the minute they let us down, well, you know they're not, they're not black anymore. We can all have differing opinions, and I, and like I said, to 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 say that, like to vote Republican, Democratic, neither are neither party is for us anyway. I mean that's not a surprise. <laughs> don't know how that happened, but it was continuing from what I was saying. Neither party is for us, so you know I, I have no I have no dog in this fight or no dog, however you say it. I, I you know I have no stake in this matter when it comes to politics because I don't really care about Donald Trump. I don't care about Hillary Clinton. Uh, I know at the end of the day, I know when Donald Trump when he won that election. Uh, I, I think we all had to wake up and go to, the, to work the next morning. I wasn't so depressed and so upset that I went to work in a sour mood and hated everybody that voted for him and supported him. And, you know, it wasn't that big of a deal, man. But when he did win, that was, I felt like I was watching a, uh, I felt like I was watching the Super Bowl, man. <laughs> I never seen – look I, look, when I was at Quick Trip, I kid you not, I never seen so many high fives, and I knew what they were high fiving about. I never seen so many high fives in my life. Hashtag make America Great Again. Uh it's a good slogan, but you know, for people who, who don't like Trump, they think it means something else. And Kanye wanted to bring a, a new a new meaning to that. And it, it's a good meaning. I mean, I, but and then again you say, Well, when has America ever been great? You know, whatever, whatever. So um Oh yeah, now like I think they're banning like the Trump hats, they're banning those now. Like you're not allowed to wear Trump hats in a bar, because it's just it'll just set people off, <laughs> which is stupid. Like yeah, it's supposed to be freedom of speech, right? Uh, but I guess they have freedom to throw you at the bar, like Jazz does, or like uh, Uncle Phil does, Jazz and Fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, I, I don't hold Kanye to his word. I don't care about Kanye. <clears throat> I don't care about the Kardashians and. They say no publicity or pub, any publicity is good publicity, bad or good. So clearly he's looking, He's this is a marketing scheme for him. This, this is my opinion. I think it's a marketing scheme for him. And uh, he wants to, yeah, you know, make, he needs to make some sales. So I would definitely be checking out his album. Now, uh, oh, here we go. All right, we got the mailbag open right here. Definitely had to. Had to address this and I'm doing something a little, a little different. Um, I'm using longer segments, not really doing as many transitions as I normally would do. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, obviously I'm gonna have to edit, edit some more of this, but let's look at this mailbag real quick. Ah, here it goes here. All right. Hey, what's up, Christian? Quick question. Did you watch the NFL draft? How do you think the Eagles? How do you, how do you think the Eagles did in the draft? Are you pleased with the with the selections? Um, yeah, yeah, I, I think I am. I'm I'm very pleased with how things are with how things turned out. <clears throat> I like um I like the dude from from South Dakota State, Dallas Goddard Godert, whatever you say his name, Gogurt. I like him. He's definitely a good compliment to Zach Ertz. Um, I think they also drafted a corner. I think after they got a corner uh, in the fourth, which I don't really know much about him. And they got a, an Australian tackle who's like 395 pounds, but is like 295 pounds of pure muscle. So I want to see where that where that takes them. Uh, oh, so that's a two-part question. And do you think the Eagles are going to repeat in the Super Bowl? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. 100% I believe they are going to because we get Carson Wentz back. And, like, uh, to me, the Eagles are the most stacked team, I think, in the NFL. Hands down. They have the deepest deep line. Uh, deep line. They have the deepest defensive line. They have the deepest cornerback group. They have the deepest receiver group. They have, they have a running back by committee, and they have a Super Bowl MVP. And, to me, they have the league's MVP of last year who are all coming back. Offensive line is also pretty deep. We got Jason Peters coming back. Behind him was Big V, Halaputi Vitae, VT, VD Vitae, whatever. I can't say his last name, but they had him coming back, too. So I have no problem with um, with, with, with how with, with saying that they're going to repeat. And I looked at their schedule, man. Like, they should win at least 12 games, tops. I don't believe that they're going to have a Super Bowl hangover. You know, we forget. I forget, man. I think Timmy Jernigan is hurt, but like they have Michael Bennett, they have um, uh, what's that guy's name? Hello. Haloti, Haloti Nata. They got not like he's a beast, man. Like this is they're going to repeat. Now will they will they win the Super Bowl? I don't know, but I'm picking them to repeat. I can't see any team in the NFC beating them. I can't see any team in the AFC beating them. Unless of course they just decide to rest all their players and they they you know, take the L's there, but other than that, I don't see it. Um, let's see here. Oh, okay, this is a good one. What shows do you watch on Netflix, dude? I really have I haven't watched any shows on Netflix really. Um, I uh, I was in the middle of. Um, the show altered carbon. I've been able to finish that. I think I have like seven episodes left for that. I watch Chicago PD. Uh, I watch um, what's the other show called? I think it's uh, not dear white people. I, I still have to watch that too. Luke Cage. I'm rewatching that again. That's all. Uh, that's a good show. Uh, Voltron. I, I, I mean, I just. I just watch random stuff, man, whatever comes to mind. Uh, but, I, I oh, I, I have yet to start Atlanta. Like, I need to start that show, Atlanta. I'm so far behind, but I don't care, you know. I I, I need to start that. Thank you for asking, though. All right, and I think that's pretty much – oh, oh, wait. We got another one. We got another one. Uh, nope, you know what? I'm not going to answer this one. Mm-mm. Sorry, David. David Kinchelow, if you're listening to this, no, I'm not answering this one. I'm not answering any of your questions unless you, until you answer the questions that I have for you. So, shout out to David Kinchillo. Uh He's forgotten about me, but I uh, still love him though. That's okay. <laughs> so that's that. That's that's it for the mailbag for now. <laughs>